Hello and welcome to Namaste with Renee. I am your host, Renee Marcoux, a life success coach, yoga instructor, founder of the Namaste Academy, leader of the Namaste Podcast Tribe, and professional singer. Hello and welcome to Namaste with Renee. I'm so excited that you are here tuning into yet another episode. I have an amazing guest for you today. His name is Matt Zinman and he has so much to share with you. I'm so excited to get into that. Um, if you've been watching this lately, we've been putting out a lot of interviews and a lot of uh, face-to-faces here on the channel. So I hope that you're really enjoying that and I cannot wait to share with you my friend Matt, so welcome to the show, Matt. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Namaste, Renee. Namaste. <laughs> My hands are down here. I actually yeah. was clasping them together. Thank you. <laughs> great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for being on the show. So tell everybody about you. How, what, are you what are you doing in the world? What's your service? How are you giving and helping people find their peace and strength at this time? Sure. Well, thank you. Well, certainly uh, a lot having to do with the, the book just coming out. And uh, I'm also very involved with my nonprofit called the Internship Institute. And uh, I, do, I do trainings mainly for employers. I've got a big one tomorrow for this big association and all their members and just teaching them how to do internships and creating those opportunities. And then I'm loving doing these, these podcasts and having the opportunity, you know, just coming on and speaking with you and Whoever's listening, <laughs> you know, like be able to talk about what we, what we do. Yeah, it's amazing. I think podcast is such a great place to, um, you know, to help people tune in. Like, right, we grew up with the radio or like CDs or like um, tapes back in the day. And, and now everybody has this opportunity to click on a subject that they like and want to learn about it or, you know, gain some insight on it. So um, it's definitely an amazing avenue. So I want to know about your book. This is sure. something when Matt and I connected, when he was sharing um, what he does in the world, he told me that he has a book called Zisms, And I was like, oh, what does that mean? So tell us more about your book. Sure. Well, that's, that's typically the first question I get. Yeah. Like what, right? <laughs> what is a Zism? People yeah. think, oh, it's some kind of, when you think isms, it's like a, a, a quote or a quip or something or, mm-hmm. um, but it's really not. I mean, full-fledged book. It's, it's called Zisms, Insights to Live By. And uh, it, it, essentially what we're talking about are those pearls of wisdom um, that everybody has. So those things that your parents say to you, that you say to others, your guiding principles, uh, and, and, and why those are what they are. And so for me, I've, I've had, you know, a number of them accumulate over the years and have been wanting to write the book. And I'm just really glad to be on the, on the other side of that and, uh, and talking about it. Yes, that's amazing. Um, when you say like the pearls of wisdom to life, is it like the insight that um, the people that you are raised around, like, put on you, like say your parents or influences in your life or like teachers, like where does, where do you feel like the pearls of wisdom come from? Sure. Well, you know, that's going to vary by, you know, for anybody for sure. Uh, For me, you know, I'm in my early fifties now and uh, I've certainly uh, racked up a certain amount of, of experience over the years uh, that, that have taught me a lot of things that I, I'd have to say, I've been wanting to write the book for 10 or 15 years. Wow. And there are, you know, certain concepts in it that uh, I, I felt important to, to put out there. And 
uh, it's been well received. I'm just really, I'm really psyched about it. And also, you know, to your, to your introduction, it's really important to me to make a positive impact. Um, I, I do not run a coaching business or anything. It's not like a business card for me. I, I, I really wrote this to, to get it out there and, and have it be practical in a way that people, um, you know, come out of it with, uh, you know, with something actionable and, and beneficial. Mm. And um, for your readers who have read the book so far, like what have they shared with you that was like their takeaway from the book? Well, uh, the reviews have been, uh, you know, you just never know, right? Until, until you're done writing it. And you know, I was very much into personal development books in my 20s and my 30s. But honestly, I really, you know, with the nonprofit, with my family, I haven't really gotten into or, or taken the opportunity to read many. And that also means that I wrote this in a vacuum. And it's, it's the style of it as though I'm having a personal conversation with the reader, um, offering personal disclosures uh, that had been very private before. And, um, you know, so all that's definitely going to be original. And then when in the, in the reviews and the feedback I'm getting, there's just certain concepts, some of the core ones that I, I knew that uh, I, I learned through experience that people have taken to and they recognize it's something different. So, uh, so just the, just the difference of just however different the book is, is kind of what I'm hearing. That didn't come out very easily. But I, think, <laughs> no. I think you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, like it's, it's definitely feels like it's a, a different book. You kind of like made your own avenue for people to go in and learn from and, and be able to experience your life right? Like, and how others can relate to them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So at the, uh, at the heart of the book, for example, is, uh, and and one chapter builds on the other. So chapter one is called earned confidence. And when people think of confidence, they often think of something that they're building through experience and proving themselves to others and um, things that are more transactional. Whereas this is more about proving yourself to yourself and how over time we've made it through everything that we have wherever you are in life and we're still standing right I, I, I think it's very easy uh, out of habit for individuals to get caught up in worry and anxiety and, and the stress and negativity that go with that and earned confidence is really that reminder that you know I've made it through everything I have already I, I'm I've got whatever I've got going on right now. So it's certainly about grounding in the present, grounding in and around gratitude, but making sure that it, it reminds you not to get caught up in the things that haven't happened yet and the things that are you know, drawing that, that negative energy uh, from you. Yes, for sure. And it sounds like to me that it is kind of like that mindset shift. So like if people are going through an experience and then read like this chapter in your book. And I love that you brought up the topic of confidence because so many times and so many people, we think that like confidence is built on the outside. Like how do others view me? Or like, do I have a certain status or do I have certain things in life that makes me look like I have the confidence, right? But knowing in the truth that it is within the self and defining what confidence means to you. Yeah, that's, that's perfectly said. I, I'd say it, it, it's also, it's kind of like a logic filter. It's like, you can't deny it. Yeah, I've made it through everything I've made it through. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and that 
you have every reason to believe that you're fully capable of continuing to do that. So it's, it just grounds you in that way. And, uh, you know, other things certainly around, you know, you're going to, you're going to have earned confidence built through in throughout the other concepts in the book, but it really is the grounding principle and uh, certainly around things like self-love and, but that, that topic itself kind of tends to be, um, like visceral, like it's hard to really kind of get your arms around, like, I understand what self-love is, but how do you really pull it in? And so part of earned confidence is, is really about being kind to yourself, just, right? It's that yes or no kind of reminder that am I being kind to myself or am I not being kind to myself? That's also somewhat of inescapable logic. And so if you are worrying and you uh, put yourself through something unnecessarily, Sometimes that's going to be out of habit uh, for, for the most part. And you have, to, you have to look to when that thing does not happen. And then use that 2020 to ask, well, what did I do to myself? What did I do to other people I might have spoken to about this? Because that negativity, and we have that personal responsibility in terms of how we affect others. And you know, our, everyone around us, you know, we're all there to lean on each other. But that's really about dealing with the real. But if you're imposing that energy uh, around worry on somebody else unnecessarily, then, you know, nobody wins in that case. Very true. Very true. Yeah. And I think, you know, the way that we were raised or the, the way that our, you know, economy says that this is what's kind, this is what you have to do for others, you know, um, so many times if you don't come from that space, like being the person who's going to be the helper or the listener, right? Like if you don't come from that space first of self-love, then like you're in having that full glass, right? You're going to be half empty. And then maybe by the end of the conversation, it's kind of like you're drained. And actually, um, I know in your book, you share about that. So um, did you call it the spider? Something about the... Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually, it is. That's chapter two. It's called be aware of spiders. It, it's yeah. almost, I actually didn't, uh, I almost didn't put it in the book because it's more of a cautionary chapter, but it's, you know, some hard living <laughs> that went into uh, some of the concept behind it. And what we're talking about again, is it's part of that, this or that in how we engage with others and understand uh, what, you know, people are like, because there are so many moving parts. It, it, you know, given all the ones we have within ourselves. And so when we say, well, there are two kinds of people in the world, there are either spiders or there are people who get caught in webs. Mm -hmm. And a spider is somebody who is a manipulator, uh, which for the, in rare occasions, but for the most part, that's, that's a conscious decision. So you either do that or you don't. And uh, it doesn't necessarily make someone a bad person. You know, I, I do believe the minority of the population you know, are that way. Uh, but it's important just to be aware of that, uh, that once you identify that in an individual, they have the capability of doing it. You don't want to go around and be on guard all the time, but it's okay to be to question whether someone has your best interests uh, in, in mind and whatever actions are happening. You know, between you and them. Yes, yeah, I, I talk about that a lot in my practice. Um, if people do notice that there are people around them that are manipulating, um, to really always first check in with self. Like, if is is that your truth? Like, what if this person is asking of you or projecting on you? Like, tune back into self. Is that my truth? 
you know, because your inner yeah. guidance will always guide you the right way. And then also, too, if this is a person that must remain in your life, like being able to build healthy boundaries. Right. That you're always protecting you. We are very much of the same mindset, Renee. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, if you are someone, for example, who has trouble saying no, and you're kind of like, you know, I really need to say no more. Yeah. You are typically going to fall in that category of being the prey. And the, the worst part of that is that when you don't say no, and you know you should have, then you take the hit in your self-esteem. And then whatever that is, you have to go through whatever it is you now say that you're going to do that you never wanted to do or should have said no to. It, it, it's really um, destructive in that way. And it's okay to say no or not right now or just stand up for yourself and then circle back if you're kind of caught in that moment. Uh, and, and the person, it's almost like a bully dynamic. And so when you push back, by just standing up for yourself, they'll respect you. Yes. Right? Yes. Isn't that true? It's so true. So for anyone who's out there listening and you're having these like, ding, 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 that's me, people pleaser, or, you know, letting people walk all over me, like, let that be a sign for you to really check in and develop some healthy boundaries and develop, you know, like, what is, you can say no, like, it is okay to say no and, and nothing and you don't owe anything to anybody, like, really coming for the self first and speaking your truth because when you're when you're speaking your truth and you're in your truth it's all about love anyway so great right. um that's great insight thank you so much for that matt sure i mean putting yourself first doesn't necessarily make you selfish of course yes it, right. i i totally agree with that because if you put yourself first you can fill that cup up right like talking about that filling up that cup and then you're overflowing so then when you give to others you're not being drained you're like giving from a full cup you're giving from your heart and then the transaction between the two of you is so much better and you attract other people of that same mindset right same absolutely mindset. yeah so I want to know, what is your favorite chapter in the book? Hmm, that's a great question. <laughs> um, so the so the book, the book basically has four sections, right? So we're talking about self discovery and personal interactions and relationships, and then we get into heightening mindfulness, and and then we get into life enrichment where things get really actionable, and there's a a life enrichment action plan. So I really do like the practical side of that because that's the ultimate purpose of the book. But when I hear the, the favorite part, um, that takes me into the mindfulness part. So uh, there's swimming with the current, making coincidences matter. Uh, chapter 11 is about catching 1111. Do you have a thing for, do you have a thing for 1111? Yes, I do. I see 1111 all the time and I always make a wish on 1111. Right. Yeah. So that's one of my favorite things. I have a great affinity for that. It's my anniversary as well, which is not a coincidence. Oh, but, uh, but, um, and then we get into uh, amplifying gratitude in and around and just explaining the law of attraction more than I mean, I didn't invent the law of attraction, right? It's just, it's just kind of laying it out there. But then we get into a chapter called inevitability. And that gets into how do you take the law of attraction and apply it in the things that are effortful? Because the law of attraction isn't going to start a business and make it successful or it's not going to, it doesn't write a book by itself. So how do you take those principles and, and align those? So that whole section of the book all kind of goes together. If I had to choose one, I would probably go with the coincidences chapter. The coincidences. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Tell us what is it about that chapter that 
that lights up your fire? Well, I, I have always found, and I mean, coincidences are a personal experience for everybody. And in my, in mine, I find them to be on a, on a spectrum. And so you've got the, um, oh, I was just thinking about somebody and it's been a while and you hear from them or the, oh, I just heard something three times in a row in rapid succession, right? And I got to go check that out or go get something. And then you start getting into the, the greater level, higher vibration types of coincidences. You're in another city and you run into somebody, you know, or another country, yeah. right? Those kinds of things. And then there are ones that are just defy the odds. And I've had a lot of those happen too. I had one happen to me just last week, quite honestly. And um, I think the coincidences are opportunities. I find that the more that I am aligned with myself and rooted in gratitude and in flow, right? All of those things I'm sure you talk about quite a bit. Sure. This is namaste with Renee. So yeah. that, that's a fair <laughs> assumption. Um, the more that I experience coincidences and the more powerful and meaningful they typically turn out to be. Yes, absolutely. And I definitely, um, I really resonate with that too because I feel even so when you're consciously working with the law of attraction, right? Like you said, you're not just going to say, okay, I want to write a book like the law of attraction, write me the book. That's not how it works, right? right. It's like the, the law of attraction, you align with that vibration of what it's like to write that book and have that finished product and then you take inspired action along the way. And that's something about coincidences for me. Like, so I grew up in a very, um, <laughs> an Italian family that's very about superstition. So like, we would be like, did you see that sign? Can you believe this sign? Can you believe this number comes through? Like that's our conversation all the time. And like, that's totally coincidental that like certain things will happen. Like you said, certain people, this happens all the time. Like you're talking about somebody and they'll end up calling you the next day. Or they'll say, hey, I've been thinking about you, like on Facebook Messenger or whatever. And it's just, exactly. it's so incredible. And I feel like that is still the law of attraction. Like, even though you may not be focusing on it, but it, you have a thought before this experience on the outside of you comes in. And it's like, whoa, almost like, am I living like deja vu right now? <laughs> exactly. You know, it's naturally I'm talking more about these topics with the book out yeah. and uh, I alluded to this coincidence which is too much to explain you know for the purpose of your program but I, I shot uh, I did an eight-minute video which is not the easiest thing for me to post yeah. uh, and it was about unfolding how this occurred and what was really fascinating to me as the comments were coming in really two things one is my friends who my, my most enduring friends most of them and I'd kind of forgotten reminded me how we had all met originally through different kinds of coincidences that oh. really tripped me out yeah. uh, in, in a good way and then the other thing was of course people come at it and they call it different things and um you know respecting everyone's belief system and someone came in with a you know more of a very religious take on it and i don't, I don't really consider myself very very religious but i have a strong belief system and what i thought was interesting is after she described it she said well of course people still have free will but they have to act on it in order to convert those opportunities. And so I, I say the same exact thing. So even if you're coming at it from the other way, we, you know, how it's approached uh, is, you know, we all have that in common. Exactly. And that is the language, right? Because we may call it different things, different belief systems, different mindsets, 
or religion, like you said, or coincidences, right? Like we can title it all different things, but what it means is that it's that same meaning. And that's what I share like in my practice or on this podcast. I say, you don't have to come here believing in God. If you come here and you believe in God, then great. Like that is for your own personal system, but we're all talking about the same bigness right. to life. And it's, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, I, I really love the exploration. So thanks yeah. for that. Thanks for that question. Yeah, my pleasure. Um, so I also wanted to ask you too, you mentioned about um, working with a law of attraction. You talk about that inside your book. Like right. do you have maybe like three to five simple steps that you um, share inside your book that you could share with everybody here if they want to start working with the law of attraction? Yeah, for sure. I, yeah, I, I'll just keep it very top line because it's okay. easy to you know, go down the rabbit hole on this particular topic. Um, when, when, we, when we look at the law of attraction, we can interpret it any which way. And the way I summarize it in that Amplifying Gratitude chapter is that what we expect tends to happen. That's, that's how that culminates for me into that, into that one line. And it's an important reminder because if you fold back into earned confidence, and talking about worrying and how damaging it can be. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you're a worrier and a believer in the law of attraction, even if you're not believing, right, if it's there, mm-hmm. and you're contradicting yourself because worry is about having an expectation about something you don't want to happen, yes. right? So, you, so we, I'm sure you talk about this in ways too, but it's kind of that practical reminder of, you know, I tell people, don't worry about me. Like you could get me hurt. Yes. <laughs> Right. So that's, that's kind of where we are with that. And then I wanted to take it further into that next chapter around inevitability. And uh, it it really is kind of toward the culmination of the book before you get into things like winning the battle within and creating this 90 day plan. Um, Huh? Okay. So I, I, I look at this, I've been an entrepreneur since Oh two, having founded the nonprofit, founded my own company. So I look at it almost from a business planning standpoint, a lot of entrepreneurs, can relate to and the typical business plan of how you let it unfold from well here's where i want to be in three months six months 12 you know on and on i'm at point a and you're trying to head out to point b with inevitability and combining it with the law of attraction you're looking to try and identify your point b or you're looking to clarify that crystal clear vision of where you want to go and what drives it in in the effortful part of the law of attraction is not just gratitude, it's self-belief. You have to believe so wholeheartedly in every part of your being that what it is you're setting out to accomplish has already happened. Yes. That's what makes it inevitable. And then fold it backwards to um, that point that really is the tipping point that if you line dominoes is kind of how I talk about in the book. So you're looking for the domino that if it tips, then the rest of them will fall back out to that point B, but you have to start B backward to A. Like I said, it's, that's a rabbit hole, but that's pretty much my top line. I just think that's amazing. And I love your viewpoint on that because um, I, I, and the same idea, right? Like I'll use different terms and identify it in different ways, but it's so amazing to have your perspective on that. So other people who speak that language can really understand you know, and, and consciously work with it. it. Everything that you said, I'm in 100% agreement with. And I've seen that unfold in my life time and time again. Thank you. Yeah. You know, and that's the other thing is it, it comes down to personal experience and, yes. you know, you have something that's already effortful and then you've got, you know, it's easy to get 
tunnel vision, right? I, I can get blinders on, you know, working on, on my endeavors. And then you also have to fold gratitude into your day. And literally, I literally set uh, alerts on my phone. Or when I catch 11-11, I have you know, a gratitude exercise I do. Things that you can do to trigger yourself to fold gratitude in because if you don't sustain that, it's, you're not really fueling that self-belief. So you have to combine the practical side of, as I'm sure also, Renee, you, you talk about, but uh, I'll reinforce that, uh, you know, these are not just about being, you know, conceptual. It's, it's really putting these things into action. Absolutely. Yes. Amazing. I just, I love everything that you're saying. I'm like, I can't wait to watch the replay on this and like have your perspective there too and share that with all the listeners. Um, so when we're kind of coming like to the end of our meeting today, but um, I wanted to ask you, what would you want to share with everybody? Like if there's something that you, you want to share, maybe it's about your book or I know you were mentioning that you are, you have a podcast coming in June. Um, you know, I want to share with everybody like before we close where they can find you, of course. Um, but what is, what is your big golden nugget? The, the something you want to share with everyone before we close our session. I, I really look, I mean, naturally there's any number of things people are going to find. Uh, more meaningful or resonate with them throughout the book. But I like the things that are more practical. I like the just don't you know why be anything less than kind to yourself. Mm. Just be kind to yourself, like draw the line in the sand. And if you use that as your barometer, when to say no to people, how you're treating yourself and just keep coming back to that, that is your building block for your self-esteem, your self-love, your you know, getting the joy out of life, staying in the present, your gratitude, like that's, that's the epicenter for me. So that, that's definitely the one that comes to mind. Yes. Thank you for that share. For sure. That being Thank kind you. to yourself. How many times do we forget about that? Right. It's a yes or a no. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're either doing it or you're not. It's not, <laughs> am I loving myself today? Am I this today? Well, yes. I don't know. It's kind of out here. Yeah. Stick, stick with that. Yeah, uh, for right. sure. That was such a beautiful share. Thank you, Matt. And 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 you're right. You know, if you asked me two weeks ago uh, about a podcast, I would say I would never have considered it. And uh, it it came up in another conversation. Uh, and you know, have I ever thought doing it? And I was like, oh, that's an interesting idea. I've been through two courses in the last week, and the big coincidence I alluded to had to do with pursuing the podcast. So. Right, right. I'm following the, the, the signs and I'm on a, a, a rapid pace and uh, it's, it's going to be called Insights to Live By. I love that. It's the sub, with your book. subtitle of the book, but yeah. you know, I wanted to take Z-isms out of the equation because I don't want people to think that's about me. It's just, there's a different story about why the Z, quite honestly, yeah. but I want to invite a community and, and for people to uh, share their own insights to live by and, and why those are what they are and, and, and doing it that way. So uh, my my site is, uh, if I may, Please. Uh, yeah. I think that's what you were asking me. I want to make sure it's cool. So uh, z-isms.com. If you're listening outside the U.S., you might say Z, but it officially sure. will yes. keep it yes. pronounced Z. Um, certainly, to find it easy enough on Amazon, the reviews have been uh, very kind. And, you know, see what other people are saying. And in both places, there's a sample of the book. You can read the first part of the book. Uh, for free, right? Just decide if you want to keep reading. That's really the only call to action I can ask for. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, I don't know, maybe about four weeks, six weeks thereabouts, 
uh, there, there'll be a podcast at that website too. So cool. I'm so excited for you. So thank you. I'm stoked. Yeah. Thank you. And truly, thank you. I get my hands up this time. <laughs> thank you. <Ray. laughs> thank you, honestly, for stepping up and, and listening to your soul's calling about this book and following up. I, and I know I, I'm not sure if your business, I know you said you're an entrepreneur, if your business has to do with um, personal growth. No, totally different. No, I mean, uh, there's aspects of my experience in the career field that are all part of the book. And I do give that advice. Um, kind of like what I wish my younger self would know. Would know right? that's, that's kinda, I've worked with so many college students over the years. I've had 300 plus interns in my career, right? So, um, so there's a lot, there's a lot to unpack. Yes, yes. Yeah, I just, I, I really just want to honor you for that, really for stepping up and listening to your soul's purpose and providing this book for people because it really, when it is that soul's calling, you just know, right? You know that somewhere out there, even if it's one person who's, you've made a difference in their life, it is everlasting. And it's going to be that ripple effect. And I know one of your goals is to impact millions of people by the time it's 2025. Right. Yeah. I just laid that down with the podcast, 100 million people by 2025. I have to figure out how to count those. Right. But you got to start with the, you start with the goal. Uh, and I honestly, Renee, I've never been happier. Yeah. You know, being here and having the opportunity to, you know, lean into the microphone and have these conversations with you and for the listeners that are here and, and have that impact that just brings me, you know, that's really I think you can tell that's really what drives me. So thank you. For sure. And, and keep with that because you are inspiring and uplifting others. And for sure, the ones who are listening in this community and for all of those who are going to be checking out your book. So thank you so much for being here, Matt. I'm so grateful you've taken the time out of your day to share your beautiful energy with all of us. And, um, and we'll all be finding you. What's the website one more time? Uh, Z-isms.com. Awesome. Great. Thank you. Nice and thank you so much. And uh, for everybody else on the, as our listeners here, thank you for spending your time and energy with us in this episode. We look forward to seeing you again very soon. Namaste.